I want to tell you something, and that is operating a food company has been one of the most challenging endeavors of my life. From innovating products that we want to land at the intersection of taste and nutrition, to wrestling with supply chain issues and managing inventory, I have had more sleepless nights in the past three years than I have in the last 30, including the 12 when I was a firefighter. But no one tells you that food is hard. But I also want to say it's because of each of you that we continue to get in the trenches day after day after day. It's in our core values to keep at it, knowing that we are filling a giant void in the market with products that you can't find anywhere else. And this makes it easier for us to climb out of bed each day. I want to thank you for your patience. We are anxiously awaiting the return of our organic pancake and waffle mixes. And we're excited to announce that our Plant Strong milks will be available online later this week, followed soon thereafter by the return of our exciting new burger mixes. Our goal is to be your reliable and trustworthy partner for all things Plant Strong, allowing you to stock up on healthy meals that you can make and enjoy in minutes while still managing your busy lives. I appreciate each and every one of you and want you to know that the effort will be worth it once more brands start to care about the integrity of the nutrition that they're putting into their products. Thank you so much for your support and please stay tuned for exciting updates at planstrong.com. If we're getting back to the plant-based reality, the reality was she wasn't giving up. And so I think that one great thing, if you're considering going plant-based is you got to be relentless that anything worth anything in life is worth fighting for. Um, I didn't just, uh, get her on the first date. You know what I mean? Like it, she was worth fighting for. And I spent the time fighting together and 30 years later, we're still together. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, but I so, think that that's the most important thing. Somebody in your family has to have that relentless gene of not willing to give up. And so we feed off of her and that's why it worked. Yeah. I'm Rip Esselstyn and welcome to the Plan Strong podcast. The mission at Plan Strong is to further the advancement of all things within the plant-based movement. We advocate for the scientifically proven benefits of plant-based living and envision a world that universally understands, promotes, and prescribes plants as a solution to empowering your health, enhancing your performance, restoring the environment, and becoming better guardians to the animals we share this planet with. We welcome you wherever you are on your Plant Strong journey, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Happy, happy holidays, my Plant Strong brothers and sisters. This is Rip Esselstyn. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Plant Strong podcast. Cannot believe that we're just days away from rounding the corner and diving into a whole new year, a fresh start with 2022. I think that we all, we all uh, can use a good dose of a new year and a whole new vibe. But I can think of no better way to lift you up than with this inspiring talk from 
JD and Chrissy Roth that was recorded from this year's Plant Stock event. You all, whether you know it or not, you all know who JD is. JD is the iconic television producer and the creator of one of the most popular shows in the history of television, The Biggest Loser. And then also, more recently, The Big Fat Truth, which helps participants lose weight, fight diabetes, and attain uh, a healthy lifestyle through whole food, plant-based nutrition. Yay! Uh, Chrissy is a physical therapist, fitness instructor, mom of two boys, and of course, the wife of JD. She was also the driving force for her family's habit change, and today, she reads a couple of her personal blog posts that span years as she guided her household of stubborn boys and one man to a new life of vibrant, colorful, whole food, plant-based living. And I love the universal takeaways today, such as be patient, stay the course, remain resilient and relentless. This conviction transformed her household and together, JD and Chrissy are now relentless in their own pursuit of changing the landscape of TV and spreading this message to a broader audience. We know it will take time, but the Ross are unstoppable. And speaking of unstoppable, we want you to kick off 2022 the plant strong way by participating in our free seven-day challenge from January 5th to the 11th with literally thousands of others who will be starting or restarting this journey with you. Dedicate seven days to eating whole food, plant-based. We're going to support you every single step of the way, and we're giving away all sorts of prizes and giveaways. Hop over to plantstrong.com and join right now or visit the show notes at plantstrongpodcast.com. Now, are you ready for a Plant Strong pep talk? I know I am. All right, let's get to it with JD and Chrissy Roth. All right, thanks, Rip, who has actually been here at this house for dinner before, yes, which was an awesome night. Yes, it was. Um, so we're going to be talking about plant-based realities. And in our life, there were two realities. One reality is when we went plant-based, and the other reality is reality television, right. which... Um, for the last 20 plus years, I've been known for transformational television, specifically in bringing weight loss to prime time. So I created shows like The Biggest Loser and Extreme Weight Loss Edition on ABC and many other weight loss shows, including the only plant-based right. TV reality show in television history, which still stands today, um, called The Big Fat Truth. Okay. So yes, we will be talking about two plant-based realities or multiple plant-based realities. And I think first we're going to talk about our family's plant-based reality, which was when we decided to go plant-based, well, when I decided that we were going to go plant-based, it was 2014 and it was tough. It was difficult. We, I don't remember it that way. I remember it as you serving these amazing meals and me eating them and saying this, 
Yeah. This is great. Well, I'm glad you remember it that way. And I will, we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> he always wears rose colored glasses, which is why I love him. But it, it was tough in the beginning. And I, I think for some people it is. I think for some people they dive right in and kind of I was there. If it was just myself, it would have been easy. But trying to convert a whole family of meat eating, they had a meat chant. They'd go, meat, 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 when they'd make burgers. And they had a whole thing around meat. Well, it's like, it's like this guy thing that you share with your, your boys. You know what I mean? You're in the backyard grilling up burgers and steaks. And like every big moment is like, we, I would take one of the boys out for a steak dinner to have that serious talk. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's part of the culture. So you see why it was hard for them. Um, now we make veggie burgers on the grill. So it's fine. It's, but, but it took a little while to get there. So hopefully us sharing our story will help some of you um, or help you to help someone else who's maybe struggling with the with the changeover. Um, so that's our first. We're going to talk about that first, and then we're also going to talk, as JD mentioned, about plant based reality, a plant based reality show, and just our reality in um, in reality TV. But we should say that we are like idolize the people that are speaking. Oh my God. I, I, it, it is, it, I can't even believe that we're being considered as uh, someone speaking amongst these people. Uh, most of which have had dinner at our house <laughs> yes. from Christy Funk, who mm -hmm. you actually introduced plants to at a meal at our no, house. We, yeah, we talked a lot um, about plants. Yeah, to Dr. Gregor, who I just cannot speak highly enough to, I mean, T. Colin Campbell's been here with his whole family. Yeah. Like, like we, these are people that are in our life and we can't even believe we're being considered to talk at the same. Yeah, so we're gonna leave the science to them. We don't need to talk about science. Right. We're not gonna get real scientific because that is well covered by the best and the greatest in the, in the world, in the field. So, uh, all right, so we're gonna start. I thought, we thought the best way to start, especially because JD's memory of this is a little fuzzy. Um, we, I was gonna start reading my blog. Um, I started a blog when we went, uh, when we started going plant-based back in 2014, because a lot of people were saying, what is this plant-based thing? I don't understand. Like you're just eating plants. Like you're just eating lettuce. What are you eating? So I started a blog, which started out with our experience. The blog morphed into more just education, but the first few years were just our experience as a family and like the trials and tribulations. Well, we should say we're known <laughs> in our neighborhood way before being plant-based as the health, fitness, you know, uh, focused on health and fitness always. Like yeah. that was always our thing. Right. So people in the neighborhood always kind of look to us for that anyway. Right. And we never, I mean, and I, I didn't eat a lot of meat. I called myself a flexitarian. I don't even know what that means anymore, but I, I didn't eat a lot, but I ate enough. Um, I, I obviously ate enough to jack my cholesterol up because as soon as I started eating plant-based, that all got wonderfully under control. So, uh, so show your proof of what you got. Okay, here's my proof. I don't, I don't my proof. Uh, so as I said, I started in January 2014. This blog is from uh, April of 2014. The title is Hubby Update. I have not commented on my blog lately about JD because I felt like a failure. I probably shouldn't feel this way since he eats about 75% less animal protein than he used to. Trying to get him to make healthy lunch choices became nearly impossible because he eats out every day and does not like whole food plant-based options. He's definitely an example of that. You should start your kids on beans and lentils earlier in life. He couldn't stand those. Um, couldn't. He, he likes them now. Um, <laughs> trying to start him on them at 40-ish years old has proven to be difficult, if not impossible. I'm not giving up, though. If you have to give children foods 10 to 15 times before they develop a taste for them, maybe it is 50 times for a 40-plus stubborn husband. Is any of this ringing a bell? <laughs> so, I mean, I guess a little bit, but I would oh say you were relentless. Like you would not take no for an answer. So what happened is she would bring out a dish, me and the boys, right? The two guys, we would go, we're not eating this. 
And to her credit, instead of getting angry or upset or like eat it or else, you know, nothing was conditional. She would go back in the kitchen. I don't know what you would do, but you Houdini'd it and you'd add something else and come back. And eventually after keep coming back, we'd be like, yeah, all right, we'll eat it. And then you figured out ways to continue to make it better and better all the time. Right. So I just, I worked on becoming a better cook. Um, I kind of, we kind of had our meals down before uh, this, I was trying to make plant-based meals that they would like, and I, I had to figure it out. So it was a lot of trial and error. And there were a lot of, there was a lot of me crying. <laughs> but it, she was smart though. She would get one good meal, check that box mm -hmm. and move it aside and start working on the next one. So she had Monday down and then she'd work on Tuesday and then Wednesday. And eventually... Yeah you know, it got better. Because if you think about it, if whatever diet you're having, you don't have, you have like maybe 10 things that you mostly have. So that's all they needed to get down. Yeah. I would um, say one good trick she used, which I, I love that um, worked on the boys because they were kind of young at the time is she'd make them do their homework at the island by the kitchen. And then she'd immediately put like onions in a pan and you'd that sizzle, you know, and, and then their senses, then they'd start getting hungry. Then pretty much whatever you put in front of them at that time, they would eat. So she would pre-cut up a red pepper, some broccoli, sugar snap peas, whatever it was. They would start smelling the onions and hear, you know, the sounds. And she would immediately slide that in front. And pretty soon what would happen? They'd be like, oh, yeah, they'd be chowing down on it. We'd right. be arguing over who yeah. gets the last. Yeah, they, I remember I, that was one of my blogs is my kids just argued over who got who, who was going to get the last red pepper. They would fight over that before they fight over whatever it was before. And now they fight over the last red pepper, which was a huge victory. So, but in the beginning, it was, it was tough. Um, I would say that you just have to work hard at it because there's a lot of things that are tougher. I mean, Christy Funk, will talk to you about breast cancer. It's pretty tough. You don't want to go through that. Um, Dr. Esselstyn will talk about heart disease um, and getting your chest. He always talks about getting your chest cracked open. How hard is that? It's a lot harder than trying out a bunch of different meals and till your family will eat them. Um, All right, what else you got? That's just one blog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. All right. So, well, actually the next, I skip a year now. So I go to the second, this is one year down, um, January of 2015. Habits are hard to change. And I had to make some of the same dishes or serve some of the same foods close to 15 times before the boys would develop a taste for them. And that's the truth. It, 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 it is amazing because that's kind of what the data says. And then you do it and you're like, oh my gosh, now they're, they're eating these things that they would never ever eat before, including you. Sure. Um, so my teens were super resistant, but now they actually like so many foods and they eat so many beautiful plant-based meals happily. Um, they crave red peppers, carrots, cucumbers, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, broccoli, green beans, or snap peas. Um, and they expect that now when they get home from school, which is what you were just talking about. Um, the flavor blasted goldfish are out. There are no chips around. So they ask for veggies. And that's another thing is like getting rid of all that stuff. Okay, let me finish this. It was a slow wean off all of the junk food and it wasn't easy. It was a grind saying no over and over and getting the death stares and the eye rolls was rough. Right. But the reality for getting back to the plant-based reality, the reality was she wasn't giving up. And so I think that one great thing, if you're considering going plant-based is you got to be relentless that anything worth anything in life is worth fighting for. Um, I didn't just uh, get her on the first date. You know what I mean? Like it, she was worth fighting for. And I spent the time fighting to get her and 30 years later, oh, we're still together. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, but I so, think that that's the most important thing. Somebody in your family has to have that relentless gene of not willing to give up. And so we feed off of her and that's why it worked. Yeah. I mean, and also it, yeah. I mean, I was, I would call, I guess I would call it relentless, but it was done with love. And they knew that like, you know, they'd go downstairs to watch TV and I'd say, Hey, watch this. And they'd watch forks over knives. And they're like, 
that's why she's doing this. You know, so you, you start sprinkling education in and then the kids were getting older and they were able to be educated like, oh yeah. And they were also started paying more attention to their body. Like, hey, how are you doing at track, Cooper? He's like, oh my gosh, I am running so fast. I have so much energy. And then I said, well, maybe I should come talk to your track team about nutrition. And he's like, I don't know. I'm kind of liking my edge. <laughs> <Remember> that? <laughs> yeah. so. But that is kind of what I like about the whole plant-based movement is they invite you into the tent to share like, Hey, how do you feel when you try this? Did, did you feel better? Well, what, you know, what signals in your body did you get from it versus you have to do this and you can't do that. That's not the plant-based movement is mo much more inclusive than that. And that's why I like it so much. There's like this collaborative feeling to it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, that's the end of the blog that, that, that blog was, uh, yeah, pretty much. I was being told I was crazy. Why couldn't I just be a normal mom? I mean, yeah, they would throw kind of everything at you, but uh, it didn't stop you. It didn't. Stop it didn't even you. slow well, you down. And to you and to all of your credit, you guys were very open. I mean, these blogs were written at mo in moments in time where I was probably called crazy, but generally, you guys were pretty open and willing to try. So, okay, so do we skip forward another year? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, about a year later, I'll just read the the title of my blog, which is "It's Official: My Husband Is Eating a Plant Based Diet." So I remember the moment we were standing over by our stove and he came to me and he's like, by the way, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not eating anything animal anymore. Do you, do you remember that? I do. Yeah. yeah. And I think I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was like, oh, Cause I knew it was for real too, because I knew that he, this did, it wasn't like a slow rollout. It had been a couple of years and up, up until then I had only, by the way, made plant-based meals in the house. Yeah. from the moment I started, it was just when he was out, like if he'd go out to dinner, he could never figure out what to get. I used so, to love the way you'd put it though. You'd say, look, before the, the plate used to, the meat was the star of the plate. And then all these vegetables and potato, all these things were around the yeah. star. And then what you started doing is reducing the star and then making the other stuff. And pretty soon the star was on the outside or the old star and the new star was on the inside. So there was this like gradual, even from the eye perspective of the plate changed. You know what I mean? All of a sudden the meat was on the outside and the, the stuff that she wanted me to eat was on the inside. And so slowly but surely it happened. And I will say, if, if the food guys are simple, like if it tastes good, we'll eat it. You know what I mean? So, but it has to taste good. Right. And, and he that, keeps saying guys, it's, this is, this applies to girls guys. I, he keeps saying guys, cause we're a family of me and three guys, which is why he keeps saying guys. Like, obviously if your family consists of a bunch of women, <laughs> women are simple. To, like everybody's sim simple as far as food goes, as far as you want to eat something that tastes good. And there's so many, I mean, once you get over eating food that is, full of, you know, calories and fat and salt and processed food. It does take some time to get over that. And once you get over that, I know Dr. Clapper is going to do a talk on that. Once you get over that, then it's, um, it's, it's things that are simple taste. So don't you think that so people good? eat for pleasure and that when you mentally convert, and I did this on the biggest loser as well, when you mentally convert, you change that. Don't eat for pleasure, eat for what you, you always used to tell me. Okay, so eat to live versus living yeah. to eat. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that takes a while to, to get over. But I do remember the moment saying it to her. I also remember one of the reasons why. 98.6% of the reasons all had to do with her. The 1.4% was one saying that Dr. Greger said to me. And I come from a family of uh, a lot of people uh, lost due to cancer. 
Um, there's a lot of genetics involved in my, in my family, um, no matter how healthful you are. And um, the one sentence he said that stuck with me was, uh, genetics load the gun, but your decisions pull the trigger. And I, that kind of stopped me in my tracks. You know, yes, I was enjoying the food that she was making. I was enjoying how I felt. I was enjoying the fact, hey, anytime you do something that makes your wife happy, happy wife, happy life. Like, I love all that stuff. There was some, it just literally stopped me when he's like, you know, your genetics are, did load the gun, but the decisions that you make after that pull the trigger, meaning that all of the stuff you do in your life matters. It does. And I never wanted my, if I end up losing that battle one day, I never wanted to look back and say, ah, if only I didn't have that burger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and, and we, we, I think once he was all in and we were both all in, we started bring, bring, trying to bring as many people as we could into the tents, right? So we started having, plant, whenever we had people over for dinner, we'd have a plant-based dinner. And in the beginning, we kind of joke because they didn't even know what that was. Like I said, a lot of people thought uh, we were going to come over and have lettuce. Um, but as it started going, people started, you know, oh, like, so excited to come over our house. They'd be like, oh, what are you making? Yeah. And what is this? How do I make this? I, I mean, I've sent more recipes out after having a dinner party, you know, in the past eight years than I think I ever had because everybody wants to know what it is, why it's so good, how they can make it themselves. So, well, we used to joke that people would go like either they would leave our house so excited about a plant based life <laughs> and changing everything, or they would leave our house and go straight to In and Out. Yeah. Uh, no. and, but, but over the joke. years, it converted to everyone coming over. As recently as a couple nights ago, a family of four came over just to sit outside as the sun was going down. And they were kind of like, Do you have anything on <laughs> yeah. we upstairs? Didn't we, we didn't eat dinner. And, and of course, she had one of her red lentil yeah, soup of veggies. And it went down and I mean, everyone devoured it. So it's interesting how the culture, food culture has started to change even not just our family. That's right. That's right. And there's so many more options. If you look at like a plant-based reality from now till, or from eight years ago to now, there's just so many more options. Granted, a lot of the options, there's a lot more junk food options too. We try to stick with whole food plant-based, but it's been, it's been really nice. So it's been nice to include others and, and inspire others by just, what we're doing and we're happy to do it. Okay, so 2017, this is my next blog. I'm gonna skip forward another year. Uh, so here it is. JD and I are working together and it's so much fun. He is producing and hosting a show based on his book, The Big Fat Truth. We take different groups of people all prone to being overweight, like night nurses, teachers, diabetics, um, uh, chefs, and we help them lose weight through introspection, motivation, and a plant-based diet. So that was a... Yeah, I mean, you think about the evolution of all the transformative shows that I've done, right? The Biggest Loser changed the conversation at the dinner table. That, that really was my goal in the beginning when I created the show. You know how like when you're, um, you have Thanksgiving dinner and there's all your relatives are sitting around and they immediately go to the smoker and they're like, you know what, Aunt Sophie, you know what, you, you, you smoking kills people. Like everybody knows that. You got to put those things down. Then they go to Uncle Larry and they're like, hey, Uncle Larry, like, you know, maybe a few less drinks. You know what I mean? Like you drink a little too much, you know, but they would never go to aunt Sally and say, you know, if you move more and eat better, you could have a completely different life. No one ever did that at the dinner table. It was embarrassing. You would never go to someone overweight and call them out on it. Our show changed that conversation at the dinner table. That's what I'm most proud of. I'm, you know, how much people lose this and that. I never talk about what people lose. I talk about what do they gain? Mm -hmm. 
What, and gain is like a horrible word in health and fitness, right? But what did you gain? What part of your life did you add? Are you able to go out and play with your kids? Are you able to sleep better? Are you able to get out of a chair? Are you not out of breath when you walk up to the top of the stairs? Those types of gains are everything in life. And I think um, that's, that's what we tried to focus on on that show. But for the big fat truth, it was everything I learned from her, you know, and listening to Dr. Uh, Gregor on his uh, treadmill, and, <laughs> right? And T. Colin Campbell and reading it, right? I mean, you took the Cornell T. Colin Campbell's course. Yeah, I took the, I mean, right, I took that. Well, I took that very early on. That that was the and, clincher. Right, and that's where we got all of that knowledge from. I wanted to put that knowledge to use. So how could you do it? Okay, well, plant-based show, that'd be amazing. We actually took five people that we cast that had type two diabetes that were told not to eat plants and yeah. fruits and don't vegetables. Don't eat fruit, don't eat vegetables, don't eat grains. And by the way, guess who, guess who tells them that? It's at their introductory meeting on the first weekend to learn how to use their medication. And who sponsors that? I'll let you fill in that blank. Mm -hmm. So we were like, wait a second, we need to get someone on board to help us with this. And so we reached out to Dr. Greger, yep. who at the time we were friends with, and said, I, I would love, are you interested? And of course, to his credit, he was like, I'm in. Whatever it takes, I'm in, <laughs> which was awesome. And in less than 30 days of eating plants, all five, one of which was told that she was bleeding so bad behind her eyes that in less than a year, she would probably go blind. And even that didn't get her to stop drinking milkshakes and eating hamburgers. She came on the show and in less than 30 days, all five were completely off all medication. And that's just, that's just one group that we worked with. We even took ex biggest loser contestants who gained the weight back. Oh, yeah. And we had them on the show to say, Hey, if you did this in a plant-based way, is it a different experience? How does the weight come off? How do you feel? Is it more something you can do more long-term? Well, yeah, exactly. So we knew that this diet is sustainable. So he felt very good about doing this show because they could change your life and sustain it because, you know, a lot of the criticism of biggest loser was like, nobody can sustain that. That's impossible for some people. That was true. Um, yeah. I mean, the pushback I would say is if 50% is a, was about the average of people who lost the weight and kept it off. If 50% of America lost all the weight that they had and kept it off, how many billions of dollars a year would that save? Right. And I think that that is what I focus on. It's never going to be perfect. Right. You're never going to get 100% of anything in anything in life. And so I don't think that should ever be the goal. The goal is the journey that you're going on. And how can we, we ch literally changed the paradigm of weight loss because it's great. Like doctors see patients. How many patients can a doctor see in a day to, to give the knowledge to? 10? Yeah, 20? That. Yeah. But our finales had 25 million people. So the messaging is so important. However, we always talk about the messaging of like at the end of Biggest Loser, the champion would be on the back full page of the USA Today with a milk mustache. Yeah. And I, at the time, I didn't know. I know. We didn't know. I know. I mean, and then like, you know, the commercials for, uh, you know, the integration with like Jenny O'Turkey and then whatever it was. like. Right. And all those integrations, of course, those are big partners. They have lots of money to spend. They spend money on the show. That's what gets put out there, which, you know, some of it is good and some of it is troubling. And so in the end, when you have this show that in under 30 days completely eliminates type two diabetes, to me, that's headline news. That is a plant-based reality. That's what we're talking about. That's headline news. We reached out the Today Show, uh, Good Morning America, 
uh, all of them. Hey, we, we just reversed type two diabetes with Dr. Greger. JD and Dr. Greger should come on the show with a couple of the people and show it happened. And guess what happened? Not one of them would put us on the show. We can't do that. It's not, we can't, we can't advertise that. We won't have any advertisers on the show. So what they wanted us to say is, well, you know, you can eat some meat. You can have some of those things. And we weren't willing to do that. And I think that that's what I struggle with the most. The fact that, you know, and Gregor says it the best, like there's no big broccoli, you know, there's no big asparagus. And that the support system financially to push this type of thinking and this way of thinking um, isn't supported and, and isn't there. But the milk mustache and the Genio Turkey and all, yeah. all of that has huge backing and huge funding. And that, that's what makes it Hopefully difficult. Hopefully we're getting there. I don't know. And that's why, yeah. sadly, yeah. you know, the Big Fat Truth is the first and only plant-based yeah. show because of that. But, but just like her being relentless, trying to convert me and the boys, we are going to continue to be relentless to try and change that plant-based reality that's out in the world. And it's people like you who are watching this and supporting this event right. and supporting Rip and the cause and his dad and everyone else that we're talking about. Literally, we are going to make a change because this is not a moment. This is a movement. That's right. And I think when you think in terms of that, of like, this is a movement and I'm part of something and share your knowledge. Don't be afraid to tell someone. Don't be afraid to make a meal for someone and have them enjoy yeah. it. Because those are the moments that I've watched my wife change more people's opinion and more um, people's way of thinking by, by leading with love. And like, I think, you know, in the world, there's only two emotions, love and fear. And everybody acts out of fear. And nothing good comes from fear. Everything comes from love. And if there's anything I've learned over the last 30 years of being with this one, that she always leads with love. And so when you support the idea by bringing some food or sharing some knowledge, instead of preaching and forcing and, you know, making people feel, feel bad, then it, that movement grows and grows and grows. It's true. So I show up at a dinner party with a plant-based meal and just share it. And let like have it be delicious and have people try it. And that's versus, you know, I don't know. We, well, I guess we do get a little preachy, but at the same well, time, I, I, um, I think we, we do our we best to educate. Love. And we try if to someone's educate someone's in people. pain and they're hurting or they're not healthy, we say, Hey, have you tried this? Yeah. Can we help you? You know, she's the first one to like bring a, a smoothie or bring a soup or bring a salad or, you know, and I think growing things is really important. So if you have kids at home, if you grow one uh, green bean, They'll eat an entire bowl of green beans because they think they grew them. Really enjoy the process of putting your hands in the dirt and planting something, yeah. watching one little flower turn into, I'm still, I'm 53 years old. I'm still amazed every time I see a little flower turn into a, a vegetable, turn, and then I take it off and eat it, right? Yeah. I can, I still, I still can't get over how, how And he is that excited. <laughs> He's like, I have a tomato. It's amazing. And then the part I don't eat, I put in the compost bin, we mix it up and the dirt goes back in and grows more tomatoes. Like yeah. I, it still blows my mind. So I think you're hearing from him that plant-based nutrition is, it's a way of life. It's not just plant-based nutrition, right? I mean, it, it's a plant-based way of life. Like we live everything this way now. And when you start getting into honest, honestly, what you start getting into animal welfare, you start getting into the benefits on the environment. It's such a no brainer. It's like, I, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around not doing this. 
So no, nobody could argue any other way. I don't think. And I think the fact that you have all these people joining this, listening to us, listening to all the, I can't wait to listen to, you know, everyone's, uh, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Like we're super excited about it and we would do anything to support um, Rip and his family and his family of people that he has around them. We are uh, amazed that we're, that we're included. And if there's anything that you know, we can do or any questions we can answer. We're easy to find <laughs> that's for and, sure, yeah. and she will spend all day trying to help you. So, um, yeah, that's it. We're, all right. We're going to enjoy everybody else. Thank you and, so much for listening. Yeah, thanks and for listening. And you know what, it. you know what they say after 30 years, you become like your wife and your wife becomes like you. You're a pretty good host. Oh, I was impressed. Well, thank you. Yeah. I was very impressed. <laughs> <I'm> getting better. <laughs> all right. Bye everyone. See ya. Have a great day. I could absolutely eat those two up they are just such wonderfully delicious human beings and no doubt they're going to remain undaunted and resolute in their mission to change the narrative around weight loss and show us the beautiful reality behind a plant strong lifestyle i just got to give a big kale yeah shout out Okay, everyone, as we wind down the year, I want to extend my sincerest gratitude to each and every one of you for following and sharing this podcast and making it a part of your weekly routine. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't take you for granted, not for a second. And in fact, I am here to help along with the rest of the Plan Strong team. And don't forget that. Also, don't forget our free Plan Strong 7-Day Challenge that kicks off January 5th. Simply visit the show notes at plantstrongpodcast.com or visit plantstrong.com for all the details and to register. All right, let's make 2022 the year for you. Happy New Year, my friends. I'll see you next year. The Plant Strong Podcast team includes Carrie Barrett, Lori Kordowich, Amy Mackey, Patrick Gavin, and Wade Clark. This season is dedicated to all of those courageous truth seekers who weren't afraid to look through the lens with clear vision and hold firm to a higher truth. Most notably, my parents, Dr. Caldwell B. Esselstyn Jr. and Anne Cryle Esselstyn. Thanks for listening.